0: Welcome to the third part of this three-part series on sexual identity, sexual activity, and sexual orientation. We are going to get in-depth with understanding how our sexual identity, or sexual gender, we give ourselves correlate with the relationships we have. But first, let's be um, a little bit logical and do a refresher. Because let me tell you sometimes I need a good refresher even though I'm talking about this subject um, so uh, let's do a refresher on the different sexual gender identities we can have um, someone's gender identity can be one of 18 different genders and this is different from the five biological genders this is everything to do with your identity These include, of course, male, female, hermaphrodite, male, pseudo-hermaphrodite, female, pseudo-hermaphrodite, trans man, trans woman, agender, androgyny, bigender, cisgender, femme gender non-conforming, gender fluid, gender queer, gender variant, third gender, and non-binary. Um... So from the last episode, part two of the series, we figured out our sexual orientation, not our sexual gender, but our sexual orientation, or what kind of relationships we like to have, like heterosexual, bisexual, gay, pansexual, and others. Now, how does this relate to having a relationship with someone else? Well, if we are a gay aromantic we know we only like other men and we know we only like sexual relationships not romantic relationships that's when that aromantic um, comes into light pretty simple right well now we need to know if we are strictly in a re- uh, sexual relationship with one other man Or are we more poly in our sexual relationship? This is when it gets tricky because now that you understand yourself and what you identify with, now you need to understand what kind of relationships you want to have with other individuals. And this is when it gets very important because if you don't understand this, when you tell people that you want a singular or monogamous relationship, but you actually tend to have more um, sexual relationships with multiple partners or physical relationships with multiple partners. This is where it gets tricky and this is when, when your relationship could end because of your your choosing to have a different view on how many people could be in a relationship. Now that's not a bad thing, but you need to understand that and you need to relate that to your potential partner or partners so you can make sure that your relationships or are long-lasting because even though some of us may be asexual in the fact that we only like emotional relationships or aromantic or we only like sexual relationships, we as humans always have that connection that we're trying to make, especially relationship-wise. And a lot of us... I see on your guys' social media that you guys are trying to find your boyfriend or whatever. Where, you know, you might... What what kind of person do you want out of that relationship? Well, again, if you're a gay man, we know that you're looking for another gay man. But what kind of relationship do you guys want to have? Do you want to... Uh, a monogamous relationship or do you want a poly relationship, a throuple, an open relationship. Um, we cannot cringe when we hear these words. A lot of us get all paranoid when we say that we want a relationship other than a monogamous relationship. I think that has to do with internalized homophobia, not on your part but in the community where we're supposed to be more open than that and this is why this three-part series needs to happen, not only to understand ourselves, but to let other people know that this is how humans work. Even in the heterosexual community, they need to understand that monogamous relationships may not work because individuals do have different views on relationships or, um, you know, uh, vice versa, where they need to see that, you know, just because their relationship is working and it's monogamous doesn't mean that the person next to them is going to have the same, um, you know, the same goal and um, uh, finish as you know they would have because they're monogamous so that is why we're looking at this this is why we have to understand this Um, and this is why we have to have an open relationship with the people that we're dating or we're having sexual relationships with so that we understand their view or their personal uh sexual um individuality because it does different from you know one person to the other you may not um, you may like blue someone might like red you may like emotional relationships only and someone might like both or none at all and just sexual relationships so this is why communication is so big and this is why we're doing this episode now this episode cannot be over 30 minutes so we're gonna try to do this as fast as possible there will be a break um, in between So let's go over some um, terminology first we're going to talk about traditional relationships or otherwise known as monogamous relationships Um, that's a relationship that involves only two people this relationship could be sexual and emotional or only sexual if it is a a romantic relationship or only emotional if it is a, a sexual relationship. Um, know those two different terms and there is two other terms that relate to asexual and aromantic but know that asexual means only romance and aromantic means only sexual it's kind of weird that they named it like that right but that's the the aromantic means sex asexual means emotional Um, so understanding cheating um, and this is where you have to think of, well, is it cheating or is this person actually, you know, in a different category when it comes to relationships? And we have to think logically. Cheating sucks. We all know that. But um, when another person cheats, it is believed to be negative. And yes, I do agree that um, it is negative. Um, But that's when open communication needs to be used. Um, And of course, after a careful study of individuals who cheat, many are not actual cheaters. However, they haven't discovered that they are more into different relationships like poly relationships or throubles or open relationships or something in that category. So, let's go over some relationship terminologies. Other than monogamy, remember, monogamy is strictly between two people, it could be emotional, it could be only sexual, or it could be both. Um, so what is poly polyamorous? Um, are polyamory relationships? Well, um, it involves the practice, desire, or orientation towards having ethical, honest in consensual non-monogamous relationships that could conclude that could include multiple partners so poly polyamory polyamorous means that there's a relationship between more than two people however those people let's say four those four individuals have a emotional or a sexual or a or both type of relationship towards one another, only they do not go outside of that poly relationship. I think a lot of people use the word poly, and they don't understand that you cannot have a poly relationship when you're fucking someone outside of the poly relationship. I cut. am supposed to be more logical than this, but this, this episode, I think I can go ahead and talk about this more openly instead of just giving you guys facts. So... If that is the case, then um, we go down to other types of relationships. Now, again, poly means that everyone has an equal relationship to one another. Um, you know, you can't only just have a relationship with one other of those people and not give a fuck about, you know, the other two. You have to have an open relationship with all of them. This is when poly... A lot of people don't understand poly because they can't rationalize the fact that poly means that they're all together. Not one person is on top of the other. Well, unless sexually, but that's a different situation, you guys. Um, So let's go down to throuples. Now, a throuple relationship is almost like a poly relationship except for there's only three. Poly could mean that there's five, ten, twenty people that kind of gets kind of weird when you think about it but um, a thruple is strictly between three people in this type of relationship all three members are equal and all three members have a physical emotional bond um, no one is considered second I think when I was kind of adding to this definition I wanted you guys to understand that no one's considered second they're all equal When it comes to open relationship, this involves three or more individuals. However, the main two individuals are strictly in a relationship, and may bring in another or other uh, uh, may bring in one other or other people (plural) to the relationship, or have emotional or sexual relationships with other people outside of the main relationship. Open relationship has been used a lot. And, again, it means that. So, if you're in an open relationship, that means that you have your main relationship, which is usually monogamous, or it could be poly, um, but you're also allowed to have, um, you know, relations, whether it be sexual or emotional or both, with people outside of that group. For example, if you have a poly relationship and you also have an open relationship, That would be a poly-open relationship. If you have a thruple relationship and an open relationship, that would be a thruple-open relationship. So, now let's go ahead and use those terms asexual and um, aromantic when it comes to describing poly-relationships. Remember, poly-relationships mean more than three people technically. It could just mean uh, three people if you don't want to use the word thruple. Um, but they are all in it together. They all love one another, yada, yada, yada. So a poly asexual relationship, um, uh, is basically a relationship that involves more than two people that only have a interest in emotional and not sexual relationships these individuals are the only individuals in the relationship and they all mix together and do not have relationships outside of the individuals in the poly relationship. Again, this is poly asexual relationship, meaning that there is no sex period. Um, And this is some, there are a lot of people that do not like sex period. And that's okay. You need to understand that you are poly. You like more uh, than one partner. Um, and you're asexual where you do not uh, like, um, um, sex at all, basically. Um, so let's get into poly, a romantic relationship, which should be easy to understand. That's a relationship that involves more than two people that only have an interest in sexual, Relationships means that they do not like emotional ones. They're only in a group together for sex only. This involves um, uh, these individuals are the only individuals in the relationship. And they all mix together and do not have relationships outside of the individuals in the poly relationship. So again, I'm not going to go through all these, but just know just because you're poly or just because you're in a uh, monogamous relationship doesn't mean that the monogamous relationship can be different. A monogamous relationship that is just monogamy means that you're emotionally and physically attracted to that person. Um, a, a, A monogamous relationship that is also asexual an asexual monogamous relationship means that You are just emotionally involved with that one individual. And you guys do not have any sexual relationships. And I guess you guys can um, find out what a um, monogamy, a romantic monogamy means as well. Because I think I talked about it uh, enough times. Um, So again, now this is just the start. um, At looking at different relationships. um, Because an individual can have... Um, you know more than just the the need to be in a poly or an open or a throuple or a monogamous. And there's a whole bunch of names that are coming out into light, um, and definitions that are just coming out that we have to understand that this is uh, the human language, um, whether it be English or Spanish or Latin or German or whatever. Um, the definitions that are coming to light change our language change our understanding of topics and this is one reason why we're doing this three part series is to understand that there is more definitions involved when it comes to relationship so we're gonna have to take a quick break and then we'll go back on this it's actually already been 15 minutes what we're gonna do when we come back is I'm gonna talk a little bit more about this I'm gonna talk about how you can understand your own view on relationships and how to understand that just because you you like monogamy doesn't mean that that is perfect for someone else. We'll be right back. Welcome back on this third episode of this three-part series. So now we kinda get a glimpse on the different relationships that we could have, and that they do somewhat correlate with our sexual identity or our gender identity. However, relationships are 100% different. Um, Now we need to understand on what kind of relationship do we actually like? Now when it comes to relationships again because monogamy is one that is supposed to be very pure or culturally people think of it as pure. um, This is when we have conflict because a relationship as a human isn't that specific. It's not like, oh, if you have anything besides a monogamous relationship, then you're bad or you're the devil or something like that. And we always look at it like that. And we need to stop because, especially in the LGBTQ plus community, we need to see that different sexual relationships are okay. Um, When we look at the animal kingdom and there is actually a... um, New study being done on birds, where specific birds were actually thought to be monogamous. They have a mating relationship that lasts a light of time. Where now we're seeing that you know what, throughout research and throughout history, there was research being done on these mon- quote monogamous relationships, where these birds have a monogamous relationship our main partner, but they also have relationships outside of that partnership. Um, and because we are mammals, we see that a lot in the in the animal kingdom. Um, now, whether you believe in that, um, you know, we were put here by a singular god, or whatever your religious beliefs, or if you're, you have academic beliefs where you know we basically progressed into uh, being human, that doesn't matter. What we have to understand is that you know we need to look out our own. Out of our own species box being human and seeing that you know how animals have relations because we you know as humans we need to understand that we see all these different relationships in the animal kingdom why can't humans have different relationships as well and I think now that there's an enlightenment into sexual identity or one's personal identity to a gender, we see that there's so many different gender types for individuals that why can't they have different, you know, individual or uh, uh, relationship types? Um, And we need to understand that that is something that we've had. uh, But it was not talked about because... I think we just weren't grown as humans to accept the fact that there is different types of, you know, um, genders and different types of relationships, but now we're getting to that point where we have to really think about that. So now this is going to be an exercise, um, and what I want you to do is basically, you know it's you're either listening to this podcast with earphones on or maybe it's on and you're alone or you're in a quiet corner but really you don't have to write anything down you don't have to speak to anyone unless you have a partner and i'll explain to you that later but what i want you to do is go through and see what kind of relationship you may actually like outside of monogamy and how we're going to do that is is quite simple. You're going to think by yourself. Now, if you have a partner or partners, you should do this not only by yourself, but with your partner and also our partners and have your partner or partners do this by themselves. Because what this is going to do is when we're alone, when we're thinking by ourselves, we actually are more honest with each other. Besides when we're in a group where most of us are, you know, hesitant to actually say Our honest opinion or what we are honestly due to the fact that we might let someone down or someone might get angry with us so it's very important to do this not only by yourself but if you are partnered um, do this with your partners and partners because you want to be open with them 100% so what we're going to do is we're going to sit down and we're going to think and we're going to say well what would I actually be more open to do outside of monogamy? Am I willing to have one other partner um, inside a relationship where, you know, we can have, you know, multiple partners? Um, Or is it to the fact where, you know what, I wouldn't mind if my partner and myself or myself has an open relationship where I have one main partner But bring other partners into the relationship, whether that is emotional or pure sexual or a combination of the both. So sit back and actually, you know, think with yourself, have a communication with yourself. This is the only time that it's, you know, okay to talk to yourself, I guess. Um, And really think, what would I, you know, would I like that? Now, I'm pretty sure that you might still have a struggle with this. Um, Now that you either said yes or no, now you need to really think, well, does it really matter if other individuals outside of my own relationship or um, people I meet on the street, does it matter if they have a monogamous relationship or not? Think about that. Now, if you have a partner, now it's your turn to, to think, well, am I okay with my partner having an open relationship or a relationship with someone else? Now compare that if you said, you know what? No, I don't want my partner to have a relationship. But before you said, yes, I can have a relationship outside of my partnership. Why, why do you think that? Is it a jealousy thing, or are you not? Are you afraid that you know that relationship outside of your own relationship will mean that your partner will leave you? Now we're gonna end this exercise, and you're gonna you know um, really rationally think this through and see you know what was the comp if there was any conflict, what was the conflict? Now, this is something that you're going to have to do by yourself. as I'm, I'm tired of not hearing myself talk. But um, basically, you you need to see why you either have... You, you don't have a problem with you dating outside of the relationship or bringing someone into the relationship. But you do have a problem with your partner doing that. Um, and this is only the start of the conflict, especially if you're partnered. Because now you need to know how your partner feels. Um, and this is when being in a relationship is way more, I will not want to say complicated, but it's more work than what you think. And when you bring in a third person, like in a poly or a thruple relationship, you just have one more individual that you have to think of. So it's not as simple or easy. Doesn't mean it's wrong. Um, With that said, now we're going to go into conflicts because there's uh, a lot of people are asking me questions. And the only way that I could Kind of explain it is is this way and I'm gonna give you a scenario. So um, Individual one tells his partner individual two that um, You're gonna break up our relationship over sex Individual two responds to individual one. Well, are you gonna break up our relationship over sex? When we look at this scenario they're both correct we don't know what one wants to have sex and what one doesn't or, you know, any way like that. But we see that they are both correct. One's giving up. The other one is pretty much also giving up. Um, and that's when we know that there's no communication going on because they're just uh, asking the same questions. So in, in, in the anthropology uh, world, we call that dead answers because there is no answer. What has to happen is you guys really have to think of, well, you know what, I might have to, you know, if I'm um, asexual and only, you know, into emotional um, relationships, and I known my partner was not asexual as well, am I willing to sacrifice some of my identity to stay with them? Um, In a relationship, this is where we find if people are emotionally, physically, or just, you know, um, mentally ready to be in that kind of situation. Because you have to think about not only your personal beliefs about relations, but also your partner's. Because they might have a different view, but you, if you really do love them, that's when you guys have to sit down and come up with some kind of conclusion that benefits both parties. <coughs> now, there was another question, I don't want to bring this up, this has nothing to do with relationships either, but um, it, it's a very good or uh, 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 question about this whole three-part series, and I've gotten this from multiple people, and they're saying, well... You know, is being a drag queen or drag king a sexual orientation? The answer is no. Um, In fact, uh, I'm going to read you the definition of drag king and drag queen. A drag king is someone who performs um, uh, hyper-masculinity theatrically. And then a drag queen is someone who um, performs hyper-femininity theatrically theatrically so basically drag kings and drag queens are performers they they dress up for performance purposes only this has nothing to do with their sexual identity they could be gay they could be straight they could be trans this has nothing to do with their actual sexual identity however there is a new term i'm going to throw out which has been around for many many years um transvestite and that is actually not the term um, that should be used it's actually derogatory now um, Crossdresser is the more preferred name but a transvestite is a person who dresses as the uh, binary opposite gender um, uh, for any one of many reasons including relaxation fun and sexual gratification so, a drag king or drag queen has nothing to do with their sexual orientation, their um, sexual identity, or anything like that. They're doing it purely for, you know, just like a... I don't want to compare them to a cosplayer where they dress up as their favorite, um, you know, character, but it's somewhat alike, um, and it's never usually sexual. Usually, drag kings and drag queens, when they're done performing, they're back into their original attire and their own individual, you know, um, orientation. And I think our community thinks that drag being, uh, going to a drag show is purely sexual when it's not sexual at all. So that question came up too. And I thought that that would be a good question to also add, um, to this thing. So no matter what, And I'm going to try to end this segment right now because I don't want to go over 30 minutes, but it's already been 30 minutes. Um, No matter what, we need to go ahead and, first of all, find our own uh, gender. We then have to find our own sexuality because that's 100% different. And then we have to find out the relationship status that we want. What kind of relationship do we want? it's all going to differ however they all correspond in the end Um, another thing is we have to rationalize whether or not we are going into relationships purely for selfish reasons because sometimes we're not quite there yet with ourselves to go into relationships and another thing is, is that we see this all the time, where people are trying to find their, their, either saying, "I wish I had a boyfriend," or blah, 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 blah. Um, sometimes it's done for selfish reasons. Sometimes because you're, you know, lonely or you're lonesome. Um, there's two um, different definitions for lonely and lonesome. So, um, are you? Forcing yourself to get into a relationship that maybe you shouldn't be getting into. Another thing is when you're trying to get into a relationship. Are you actually weighing in other people's views on not only their um, sexual identity. But their you know how they want to have a relationship. And a lot of it is not communicating correctly. And a lot of it's not just being honest. A lot of us aren't honest about. You know what kind of relationship we want when we did that exercise I'm sure most of you thought well you know if I had the options um, and it was open for me to date outside the relationship would I do it most of you probably said yes um, maybe some of you said no and that's that's fine too but some of you probably said yes and that's okay too but you do have to relate that to your partner or your potential partner because that is something that identifies you but affects them? Um, remember, a relationship isn't 50/50; it's 100/100. So, with that, I hope this kind of opened up your mind to different, you know, genders, different sexual identities, different, you know, um, relationship identities, and really showed you that you know there's so many different sexual identities throughout the three categories that it's. Easy to try to have you in a more quote unquote um, popular category, however, um, it's never that simple. It's never that simple. So, with that said, I'm trying to get this thing to load up so I can give you the information. With that said, that's going to end this three part series. I hope you learned something remember to be nice to each other remember to talk when you're going on dates remember to just discover who you are you might not relate to any of this and might want to be single your whole life and that is okay don't let anyone force you to do anything that you don't want to do Um, and you know for those of us who are in relationships you know grow your relationship talk to your partner be open about them Um, be open about yourself Um, Ask them questions. Try to still get to know them. I think every day you have to sit down and try to find something either A, new about your partner or B, something that, um, you know, really shows a certain side of your partner. Whether that's something new that they wore or they bought or they baked or whatever. It's something new to you or it might not be new to you, but it's something... You know, that is being shown, is being developed, and that's something that you should always, you know, tell your partner that you you like about them is, you know, how they progressed throughout all these years or however long you've been in a partnership uh, or relationship with them. So with that said, that's going to be it. If you have any questions or you're still kind of confused about your own sexual identity, I am here to help. It, you know, you don't have to talk on air, we can talk, you know, privately, Um, you can be anonymous, you can be, you know, you can text the station and say, hey, can I have Michael's contacts because I really want to talk to him only, Um, you don't even have to give me your freaking name, Um, you know, or make one up, not too naughty please. Um, and I will I will assist you as best I can. There's a lot of programs out there that kind of help you pick your sexual identity or figure out your sexual identity. Know that the vast majority of them are for entertainment purposes only and do not actually mean that that is you know your sexual identity. And for the most part, try to do exercises that help you discover who you are. and don't let the outside world, you know, determine who who you are because everyone has different views, everyone has different likes and dislikes. That's going to be them. Don't let them push their views or their perceptions of you on you. This has to be 100% you um, when discovering your own sexual identity. So with that said, if you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, you can go, uh, you can add us at gay men's podcast you can go to gaypodcasts.com that's g-a-y-p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s.com for information on our social media pages as well as um email us questions or get our email contact so you can email us through like gmail or whatever the hell you use um if you want to phone in your questions or phone in um any kind of Um, questions or if you just want to talk you can go ahead and call 949-783-8514 extension 4 or you can actually call 949-783-8514 extension 1 and that goes to our receptionist and just say hey I need to talk to Michael and then I'll talk to you that way as well. You can text your questions Two nine four nine seven eight three eight five one four. Standard text message rates do apply. If you do text the station, it actually goes into an email account. So in that email account, it gets sent to everyone, including myself, and be like, "Hey, I need to talk to Michael. Can we text or can you call?" And then I'll re- reply with, you know, how you can get a hold of me as well. So that's gonna be it of course my book titled i don't even know what the title is right now oh the title is sex in the modern world a look at sexual identity sexual activity and relationship identity in the modern world will be out the summer of 2021 um of course i'm co-writing it with uh vanessa carroll who is a psychologist and of course i'm an anthropologist um there will be sex tips inside that book we will get into way more different terminology when it comes to sexual identity. In fact, there's a lot more than what I covered inside this little podcast. So if you're still unsure of who you are or what gender you are or what sexual orientation you are, just know that there's a vast majority of different um, I guess titles or orientations that you could be and I explain that inside the book as well as how to get yourself off better or How to not piss off your partner, or when you piss off your partner, how to give them a good BJ. Anyways, that's going to be it. You guys have fun. I hope this helped you out. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, guys.